the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Well, I hope you're having a fantastic weekend. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM630 KSLR. Thank you for listening to The Word in South Texas. This program is called Church of the Week, and what I love to do every weekend is to introduce you to a new pastor that represents a local community church here in the uh, San Antonio and surrounding areas, and our hope and our desire as you listen to the word uh, that is given to you on a daily basis here on this radio station is that you would also uh, find a place that you can call your home church, find someone that you can call your pastor, find that group of folks that you can call your brothers and sisters in Christ, that you can go to for prayer, that uh, you can pray for, that you can encourage one another, that you can live life together in fellowship, and that together you can do what God has called you to do. So that's why we bring you this program called Church of the Week. And today we want to feature Pastor Saul Santos. He is a pastor of House of Harvest Church here in uh, the north side of San Antonio. Pastor, welcome to the studio. Good to have you. Oh, thank you very much. So, Pastor, we want to uh, get folks to just uh, understand who you are, what you're about, where you're from. So, are you uh, are you a native San Antonian? Actually, thank you. Yes, I'm born and raised um, here in San Antonio, Texas. And um, my family and I um, just recently came back from Southern California. So, we've been here in San Antonio for roughly about two two years right about now. You're born and raised here, left to, to California. Yes, sir. And now you're back. We're back. You repented and came back. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We, we we strongly believe God has called us back for more responsibility uh, in the ministry. Yeah, and so you've been back how long now? About two years. About two years. And did you come back with the intention and the idea that you're going to plant a church, or did you come here for another reason? We came back uh, for family, but we also believe that God was opening up uh, doors uh, for our ministry, and... Uh, through a, a process of prayer, meditation, and reading God's Word, uh, we felt that God was uh, putting in our hearts to plant a new Christian church. Did that come to you while you were in California? You just kind of started feeling that? No. Um, I, I knew that California was a preparation for our ministry. Uh, we've been serving in ministry for a very long time. Um, I think California prepared us uh, for more responsibility. But we just didn't know how we were going to use that. And how did, how did that training, what, what did you do out there that you think prepared you for this time? Well, um, we were under a strong leadership. Uh, we, we, had a long, uh, we had a very strong uh, local uh, church uh, that taught us the importance of prayer um, and fasting and loving people. And through that discipline of prayer, um, I believe that any leader um, that's in front of a group should be a man of prayer. Mm-hmm. And so that was just one of the areas where God prepared me to have a, a disciplined a prayer life. And so uh, that's where it all starts, in the prayer room, in the closet. 
Yeah, amen. So you've been married now how long? We've been married eight years. Eight years? Yes, sir. And you have family? We have a seven-year-old son, and we have a four-year-old daughter, and my wife is currently expecting our third child. All right, congratulations. Thank you very much. So how does that that happen? You come here to San Antonio, and how does that conversation happen between you and your wife? You know what? I'm feeling like it's time now. Well, um, we didn't have that conversation. That's the, the amazing thing. What happened is that uh, we, we were in the kitchen. Um, I was in the living room reading the Bible one night, and I was reading the book of Nehemiah, chapter 1, 2, and 3. So when I got to chapter 2 and 3 of Nehemiah, um, I, I felt that, that God was speaking to me directly um, about the condition of our, of our community. And so... If you read Nehemiah 2 and 3, you'll see that Nehemiah was sad about the condition of the city. Uh, The gates were torn. Uh, There was just a spiritual uh, disaster in the community, in the city. And so I kind of felt that there there was a spiritual hunger here in San Antonio as well. Mm. But I didn't know how to tap into that or where God was leading me to. So after reading Nehemiah 2 and 3, I went over to the kitchen where my wife was cooking that night. And I, I said, you have to read this. Read Nehemiah 2 and 3 and 4. So she took the time to start reading the book of Nehemiah. And halfway through chapter 3, she looks at me and says, what, you think you're Nehemiah? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes, I really do think I am Nehemiah. I think God, you know, but it was it was just so amazing that experience that we had in the kitchen. Mm. Um, and we both were actually in tears and that was the beginning of House of Harvest Church. Wow. So you, yeah, this is, it's crazy when, when God speaks to you in such a way that you don't have to strategize and plan and think about how it's going to happen. But when the Holy Spirit just speaks to you and just boom, at a moment's notice, you just know that you know that you know. Right. Yes, sir. You're going to do it. That's right. And so that's, that's the beginning of House of Harvest. Mm. And, and we named it that because our, our, our vision is to go and restore and rebuild homes and make them spiritual homes again here in San Antonio. Yeah, very good. And so you launched this church. You had uh, what you call a soft launch um, back when? In January, on the, January 4th, we met at a local hotel. There was just about seven of us. Uh, it was a soft lunch, uh, you know, just uh, getting out there and, and teaching the Word of God. Um, but in June of this year, um, the Lord opened up a door. I had a meeting with my son's school principal, um, at an elementary school, and I shared my vision with him, and I asked him, what are the needs in the community? What, what is, how can we serve? How can we help? And he offered an opportunity. He says, consider the school you know, uh, to come have worship here. I said, really? Wow, wow. I didn't know you could do that because I've been in California. I said, I didn't know you can have service at a school. So you know, we prayed about it and thought about it, and the Lord just opened up doors of opportunity, and, and we stepped out on faith. So in June of this year, uh, we actually uh, started having worship services in the cafeteria of my son's elementary school. That's awesome. Very awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, what are you doing now to to get the word out? Are you? I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's our pleasure and honor to have you here at the station to help do that because our you know part of our job is to make sure that the community knows. Hey, we've got some great Christian. Uh, churches that you can that you can uh, interlock arms with and be a part of. So um, here in this short time that you've been at the cafeteria, uh, are you, how are you getting the word out to, to the community? Oh, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. Uh, well, we're a small group. Right now we're about 20 to 25 on a Sunday. 
since we're we're just starting uh, from the bottom, it's a brand new Christian church. Um, it does take a lot of resources, um, but we are believing that God is providing. And um, we're we're a small group right now, and we're doing everything with excellence. Uh, we are we are getting out there, walking. We're block walking the neighborhoods and just knocking on the doors, um, and we're letting people know that there's a new Christian church um, that loves God and that we're here to serve the neighbors, the neighborhood. And so that's what we're doing. We're we're doing the old the old evangelism strategies. Um, and on top of that, we have our Facebook page uh, that's interactive. We have a, a, a live website that people can go and visit. Uh, we'll be sending out a couple of mail, uh, in, mail invitations in the mail um, that will be going out in the next couple of weeks and just letting people know that, that we exist and, and that we're there um, to help people. Well, we want to, as a radio station, invite those, uh, our listeners, that uh, don't have a home church to consider uh, House of Harvest Church. Again, as Pastor Santos said, that they meet at Cibolo Green Elementary School in the cafeteria, and that's located off of uh, Boulevard Green Street uh, here in the north side of San Antonio. That's 24315 Boulevard Green. The zip code is 78261. Sunday services are at 10 a.m., and, uh, and there are home groups that meet throughout the week. More information online at hohsa.org. That's the acronym for House of Harvest San Antonio, hohsa.org. And, uh, of course, you can always call and find out more information at 210-816-0680. One of the things, Pastor, that, uh, that you do that is not too common is that you actually teach both English and Spanish during your service. Yes, sir. Our, our vision at House of Harvest is to offer two worship services on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to we offer a, a full Spanish service celebration. And um, with the help of the Lord, we are planning in the future to have two services on Sundays. Uh, but because we're a new church plant, um, we are right now combining our Spanish and English group together. And so I, I preach and teach and we sing and worship bilingual at the same time in the same service at 10 o'clock in the morning. Sounds a lot like San Antonio. That's yeah. the culture of San Antonio, right? Well, I think it would be a great fit. There's always room for another church. There's yeah. always a need out there. Uh, I think where we're at, there's a great, tremendous hunger uh, for uh, for God's Word to be delivered uh, in Spanish and in English. Mm. And being that my wife and I were, were fairly young, you know, we're, we are young pastors— and um, I think this is a great opportunity to, to connect uh, to a population that needs Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, as, you, as we go back to the book of Nehemiah, you said you were reading that and God, God spoke to you. What are your spiritual senses? What do you see in the Spirit regarding our city in San Antonio? And what is it that not only you, but all of us as Christians, all of us as pastors in this city, what can we do? as far as spiritual assignments for this city. And I ask you this because you're kind of a transplant from California, and the majority of pastors that I've had the opportunity to meet throughout this decade that I've been in San Antonio, the vast majority of them are not from here, from San Antonio. Now, you, you're from here originally, but you were gone most of the time and you came back. And so what I, what I have found is that God, over, over the past you know several years, at least the 10 years that I've been here, probably more, has been bringing more and more pastors and opening up more and more churches in San Antonio. But there's got to be a reason for it. There's got to be 
God is bringing these these reinforcements, if you will, into the city. What has God shown you as far as you know spiritually about the city? Well, that's a great question, and I'm glad you asked. During my time in this process of planting this church, I've asked that same question to God. Um, and I believe God has has spoken to my wife and I, and we realize that there are a lot of churches and a lot of great churches. Uh, we have several mega churches here in San Antonio. Um, but I believe that people are hungry for authentic um, worship, authentic love. Um, I believe people... Um, are looking for not just the emotional Sunday experience. People want to connect. People want a pastor to be authentic with people um, and preach truth because there's a lot of great churches, but I've, when I walk the neighborhoods, people are saying, well, I haven't found a church. Well, it's not that you haven't found a church because there's a lot of churches sure. everywhere, right? Yes. But people are looking for a church where truth is being spoken, but with a lot of love. Mm. A lot of love where where a pastor can and his team can say, you know what? God still loves you. You know, God God still gives people second chances. And I believe being a young pastor, uh people want vision. They want to see where we're going. How is our money being used? You know, um I think people are just looking for for authentic ministry uh, mm-hmm. here in San Antonio, and that's why there's a lot of people that are listening right now, driving in their vehicle or at home. Um, they don't go to a church because they're just tired of, you know, um, not finding that authentic um, place where they can call home. So, what can we do as ministers? What can we do to change that? So, if people, as you mentioned, are driving around that you know they're Christian. You know, they they received Christ as their Lord and Savior, but they're not necessarily plugged into a church for whatever reason. You can kind of fill in that blank with whatever. What can we do to begin to change that culture and say, hey, listen, if you've been hurt or for whatever reason you have not gotten back into church, here's the reason why you should. Well, there's a lot of people that are hurt for many, many reasons that don't go to church. It could be a financial um, hurt. It could be... Uh, Maybe they were they were not welcomed or greeted. A lot of people don't go to church for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. right? But I believe that the leader of a church should be able to connect um, with people on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that we could do is one thing that I'm doing at, at House of Harvest Church is just being real with people, um, talking to them about about how Jesus would 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 teach people on on the importance of of loving God with all your heart. You know, going back to the basics of the Bible teaching. Mm-hmm. Love God with all your heart. Um, give Him your soul. You know, make Him the focus. And I think a lot of churches are too busy with a lot of other programs, and they forget the most important thing, that Jesus is the one that we should be talking about most. Right. Um, and so I kind of feel that that's where the Lord is leading us, is to just telling people that Jesus Christ still makes a difference if He is the focus. Uh, and He is the focus at our church. And, and, and we're not doing anything else but going home to home and on Sundays coming together as a large group and preaching and teaching the love of Jesus Christ. The love of Jesus Christ. When you uh, when you spend that time in prayer, uh, or just close your eyes and dream a little, think a little bit about what life could be like, uh, what 
what things maybe could happen down the road <clears throat> as far as the ministry is concerned. What are your what are some of your dreams and desires or vision of, of what uh, House of Harvest will be that it you know there's growing into those shoes per se? Oh, that's a great question. We have a ten year plan, a ten vision, a ten year vision plan that God ha- has given us, and I broke it down into three uh, journeys: uh, a one to two year plan, a three to five, and a ten plus. Uh, of course, it's always flexible. We can o- we'll always have to make arrangements. But our one to two year plan as a new church is just to teach people to to believe in God again, to let them know that Jesus Christ still makes a difference because society um, tells you otherwise. Um, but our two year plan is is to teach people the basics of the gospel. What is baptism? What is for? How to use the Holy Spirit? Because if we're Christian, we probably have forgotten that the Holy Spirit is power to mm. use here on earth, not only just to get to heaven, but the Holy Spirit is a resource and and tool that we have available here on earth um, to use to our advantage. Yeah. So we're teaching the basics for the first year and uh, two. And, and then the three to five year plan is just to expand and to build on the basics of the gospel and, and, and just draw a crowd, invite people to come. You know, I believe that House of Harvest one day will, will, will be in every home here in San Antonio, that we will take the gospel to every home in San Antonio and, and do what the New Testament church did. They would meet in the homes Day in, day out, they will go to the temple and, and to get together, break bread. And that's why I think House of Harvest, House of Harvest is different um, from other ministries. We're, we're doing the old New Testament uh, church uh, strategy. It's just going into the homes and meeting with people, praying and, and, and asking God uh, to do miracles again in the homes of people. So when I go and pray... Um, to God, and I ask Him, and I see, I, I see that the homes will be restored again. I see that that God will begin to restore marriages and children, and bring people back to Him. Um, and so that's what I pray about. Um, and I believe that within the next ten years, uh, we'll be able to to reach many, many, ter- many, many homes for for Christ. You know, even in in this radio station, and of course throughout not only San Antonio but throughout our entire country around the world, we have so many different um, Christian denominations. Um, we have so many differences on how uh, how we view things, but the common denominator is Jesus Christ, correct? Right. So, and that's that's obviously where we want to be focused. That's what I hear you saying. You know, going back to you know, Jesus, um, but. Can you, in one word, describe, or in a couple of words, describe your uniqueness? And by that, we're not saying uh, what makes you better or what makes you know one church better than the other. But every Bible says every joint supplies, right? right. So right. we have, we all have different styles. We all have different focuses. One church may be very, very focused on the prophetic. One church may be very focused on healing. One church may be very focused on outreach, uh, and they're all good, and they're all necessary, and we all together make up the church. What would you say, maybe in one, two, or three words, is your uniqueness about House of Harvest? Can you kind of bring it down to a couple of words? Sure, uh, and thank you for asking. Uh, number one, 
we don't have a lot of experience. So that leaves a lot of room for a lot of miracles. Um, I'm a young pastor. I'm, I'm 35 years old. Um, and I'm bilingual. Um, and I believe that people are coming to House of Harvest because they're hungry for the Word of God and nothing else. So everything I teach, everything I say, what I believe, I read from the Bible. And I explain it in a way where people can understand it and not make it hard for them to understand it. Mm -hmm. And I do it effectively in two languages. Um, and I think that is an advantage and a, a gift that God has given me because I don't have to rely on someone else to teach the word um, at a different time. Um, God has given me that ability to teach the word effectively in Spanish and English and, and having that, that one leader available um, to be there for the people. So I think that's, a, that's unique in the side of town where I'm at. Um, I, think that, I think that's going to be a great experience for people to come and hear uh, our teachings uh, from one person and not having several persons deliver the message. It'll be the same message um, in Spanish and English. Um, and so I think that's one of the, the things that, that will stand out about House of Harvest. One, that we're a new church. Two, that we're a young church plant. Um, three, that we're bilingual. And four, that it's a place for family. We're at a school. You know, we're there with families, with children. So that really will, will, will perhaps stand out amongst the other churches in the area. Mm -hmm. Now, what is your style of worship? Or not worship. Well, yeah, worship too. But what is your style of teaching and worship in, at House of Harvest? My style of teaching, um, you know, I, I use PowerPoint. Um, I do print out my sermon um, that I give to the people when they come into our service on Sunday morning. So when they when the service is over, they go back home uh, and they can use my sermon for their daily devotional with their children hmm. around the, 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 the table over dinner. Um, because I highly encourage for families to go back to the basics and pray together in the home, in their living room, before they eat and share the good news with each other. Because that's what that's what it's all about, and so uh, that's a little bit about uh, our style. Um, I think it's important that people take the word back to their home. Um, so I use PowerPoint. I use um, a, a devotional uh, printed material that that they'll be able to take back to their home. Now, coming up here real quick on August thirtieth, you've got an event that's coming up. You want to talk about that? Tell us what's, what's sure. Yes, um, as you know, we're a new church, so we don't have a lot of funding available, a lot of resources. So one day I prayed and I asked God uh, to give me a miracle because I still believe in miracles. Um, and I said, I need help. I need people uh, to know that we are a new church. And um, I sent a message to a Christian recording artist. Uh, but before that, I had three people in mind. And for most of us who are Christian, we know of Marcos Witt, we know of Israel Hooten, and we know of Ricardo Sanchez. So those were three individuals that I had been praying for for a very, very long time. Mm. I said, how can I get their attention? How can I have an opportunity to let them know about what we're doing at House of Harvest? So after praying, um, I decided to write an email, a message, and I sent the message to Ricardo Sanchez, and not knowing what his response was going to be. In that message, I shared my vision, like how I'm sharing today with you. And I explained to him that we're a small group, but we love God and we love people. I sent him a message and I asked him if he was available 
to come to House of Harvest and, and, and come and speak. Um, come sing a few songs of worship. To my surprise, after a few days, he actually responded. And he said, yes. He said, Saul, I will do whatever I can do. I'll do whatever I can to help this new church plant. Wow. So on August the 30th, uh, Ricardo Sanchez, um, he's going to come and he's going to be our, our special guest at our back-to-school celebration. So we're inviting all the families, all the children in our area, um, or anyone who wants to come from all over San Antonio, they can come. It's going to be a free event. We're going to give away about 40 backpacks. Um, people can go to our website and register online. But the most important thing that's going to happen on Sunday the 30th is that we're going to pray together for all of our children, for the schools. Uh, we're going to ask the Holy Spirit uh, to be there. Um, and that's going to be exciting. And Ricardo Sanchez is going to be there live, and it's going to be free. Very good. And also, as we're wrapping up here September 6th, uh, at 9.30 a.m., you've got the free community breakfast that's coming up as well, right? Yes, sir. We will be having a free breakfast for all the community on September the 6th at 9.30 in the morning at Cibola Green Elementary School. Very good. Well, uh, we wish you well. We're praying for you that everything goes well, not only with the August 30th event and the September 6th event, but throughout um, you know, the vision that God has given you as it's being fulfilled. Uh, we just pray blessings over you. Thank you very much. God Thank bless you for you. joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. One more time, I want to leave you with the information for House of Harvest Church. They meet at Cibolo Green Elementary School inside the cafeteria every Sunday. There's a bilingual worship service at 10 a.m., home groups during the week. Find out more information online at hohsa.org. You can also call 210-816-0680. That's 210-816-0680. My name is Mark Longoria. Thank you so much for listening to Church of the Week. Join us again next week as I introduce you to another pastor here in San Antonio. Enjoy the rest of your weekend listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM 630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.